Good evening and namaskar. Welcome to the Indian podcast on the stories of Bharat Varsha. Today I want to read you a book. The book is called The Defense of Hindu Society. The book is written by one of the most progressive and one of the most well-read authors of the times, Sri Sitaram Goyal. First chapter the situation at present in an earlier series hindu society and disease i had dealt with the forces which threaten hindu society and are striving to throttle it out of existence with an aid and abetment from their international allies i undertook at that time to write another series regarding steps which hindu society should take in order to break out the seas and snatch the initiative from its sworn enemies I have delayed the second series deliberately firstly for the reason that I wanted to watch and weigh the reaction of the readers from the first series secondly the more I thought about the subject the more diffident I grew about my own competence to deal with it adequately the response from the readers had been positive i have received many letters of appreciation from hindu residing in all parts of the countries as well as abroad and belonging to all sections of society and age groups most of them have congratulated me for articulating in clear terms and concrete terms what they themselves have felt instinctively and for long time a few scholars journalists who have never known for their sympathy towards hinduism and or for any of the hindu causes have however remarked caustically that i have failed to frighten them Some other birds of the same feather have dived deeper and referred to my mentality rather than refute my facts and demolish my logic. It was far from my intention to fear anyone or to frighten any species of any Hindu society. But on the other hand, scholars and journalists have only a number of slibots up their sleeve. If one says that some event and trend are pregnant with bright possibilities they dismiss him as a dreamer on the other hand if one draws attention to the dangers of the that are maturing they attack him as being an alarmist what they always refuse to do is to join a serious debate on any subject and yet they strut around with a superior airs as if only one who knows all most of the time these superior airs hide only stark ignorance mental sloth and moral indifference I will not therefore enter in an argument with this tribe my diffidence my diffidence however is altogether a different matter defense of a living and complex entity like a society is not an easy task it needs a short touch which we which has to be sympathetic at the same time a defense which does not take into account the spiritual moral and cultural aspirations embodied in and expressed by a society can endanger rather than energize it this diffidence is doubly warranted in the case of a vast and variegated society such as hindu society the like of which has been seen only rarely in human history and at least not on this scale it is perhaps presumptuous on my part to deal with any subject which has to be handled adequately and wholesomely only by the sages 
seers, saints and visionaries. At the same time of this exercise, I may only prove the old adage that fools rush in where angels fear to tread. Hindu society has grown and shaped itself in the vision of Vyasa and Valmiki, Manu and Yagnavalka, Narada and Vaishastha, and a hundred other exponents of Sanatan Dharma in all its dimensions and dynamics. Hindu society has been inspired through the ages by almighty Shastras as the Vedas, the Upanishad, the Gita, the Jainagama, the Triptika, the various Yoganashastra, the Vani of Siddhas and Sant, and the devotional outpouring of Alvars and Nayanars. Hindu society has been defended during the days of distress by such high soul heroes as Chandragupta and Skandagupta, Vikramaditya and Yasodharam, Bappa Raval, Jaipal, Bhojadeva, Prithviraj, Prajaputran, Vijay Pandya, Harihara and Rana Sangha. Hindu society has fought a long drawn out struggle for freedom against foreign invaders under the leadership of such veterans as Maharana Pratap, Shivaji, Maharaja Surjamal, Maharaja Surajmal, Bandabhairagi, Lokmanya Tilak, V. Savarkar, Maharana Pratap, Mahatma Gandhi and Sardar Patel. Hindu society has been reawakened and reformed by the visionaries of Bankim Chandra, Maharshi Dayanand, Swami Vivekanand, Sri Aurobindo, Rabindranath and Subramanyam Bharati. It is small wonder, therefore, that I feel like an intruder in this august field. No one is more aware than myself of the limitations of head and heart from which I suffer. Adapting a metaphor from Kalidasa, I say state the case in the following shloka. Kwa dharma, prabhatantra, kwa ka alpa, visayamati, tirusuhadustaram mohad, vidupenasmi, sagaram. I am small mind where it comes to the understanding of social system which has been shaped by dharma. It is only a fit of the folly that I am attempting to cross the great ocean by the means of the ramshackled raft. But my heart bleeds. But my heart bleeds when I see the great society being attacked by the sheer barbarians whose only weapon is either a criminal theology masquerading as religion or a materialistic dogma sustained by a lowest in human nature or a phony modernism parroting the latest slogan from the West. My mind is deeply disturbed when I witness the leaders of this society going on in defense in the face of wanton aggression and inhuman ideologies whose only stock in trade is self-righteous spite. I fail to understand the selective journalism which spotlights only the atrocities of Harijans, which statistics go to show that the caste Hindu provide many more victims to violence in our countryside, which pays up, which plays up. Only stories of bright burning without caring to find out what is happening in the old parents in many modern homes under the spell of imported culture, which places a premium on what is described as youth which accuses Hindu organizations of aggression in every communal strife. You may relate to this, and I'll repeat. Which 
accuses Hindu organizations of aggression in every communal strife without investigating the hard facts about provocation from the so-called minorities and which in short replaces serious debates on every subject which a few middle cliche mindless clichés reactionary and progressive right and left capitalist and socialist revivalist and modern communal and secular and go on openness of hindu society history stands witness that hindu society has never refused to listen to those of its critics who have had a good of its society at heart this society has always accepted very well intentioned advice and tried its best to reform and renew itself this society has always hanged its head in shame before every well deserved reprimand and done a penance in the good time provided the reprimand has come from those whose credentials are not in doubt Hindu society has never been a closed society which catches cold at every first whiff of the wind from outside. It has never been fundamentalist fraternity parroting the pontifications of the self-appointed prophets, mullahs, or burning the entire incense of its reverence at the altar of ridiculous revelations and ruling out every rational and reflective discussions of its dogmas. It has never been a regimented flock groveling in an orgy of sinfulness which can be washed only by the blood of God's own begotten son or waiting helplessly for fiats from the gods visurgent on earth. On the contrary, Hindu society has been meeting point as well as melting point of many spiritual visions of human psyche is capable of springing up spontaneously. It has been a willing and welcoming platform for many seers, sages, saints and mystics as have been responded in deeper stirrings to the human soul. It has been a repository of many metaphysical point of view as human reason can render in human language. And undoubtedly it has been a vast laboratory for many cultural social economic political experiments as human nature as its widest range can carry out and cope with a painful fright it is therefore a painful sight that spokesmen of some puny and petrified ideologies should be pointing accusing fingers at a hindu society and that the society should fail to muster sufficient self confidence to repel the attack hindu society never tries to tick them off in good times when the stern warning they fully deserve it has never asked them who the hell are you it has never told them go and get lost and better still do the bit of introspection you are blind with beams in both eyes and yet you have the cheek to raise a hue and cry about the mere mortal one of mine here are some of advice for you Stop telling lies about me lest I will be forced to tell the truth about you. What is worse, a brood of professional Hindu baiters that tried and tested an armory of cheap jibes, polytheism, pantheism, idolatry, brahmanism, obscurantism, revivalism, fundamentalism, communalism and the rest and discovered it with great glee that gibes hurt. It's a sorry spectacle indeed that this society should take these guys <laughs> should take these guys as well as deserved approaches for its own good and indulge in an orgy of breast beating at the behest of every Hindu beter the sworn enemies of Hindu society have made a great game out of some scare words in order to keep Hindu society on an offensive defensive and go 
own drawing apology after apology from the spokesperson of the society day in day out the brood of hindu beaters here we have the inheritors of some blood soaked by god trees holding aloft the flag of monotheism and denouncing hindu ways of worship of polytheism and idolatry hindu society is yet to scan the scriptures of this criminal creed and have a close look at the prophets saviors and saint the day hindu society does that these creeds will beat a hasty retreat and know not how to defend their dark doctrines and horrid heroes here we have an erstwhile trafficker in the slave trade trumpet trumpeting about the human brotherhood and social equality and brushing aside the whole of hindu society as a beehive of brahmical domination caste discrimination degradation of women bonded child labor and what not Hindu society has yet to review the matrix of their society and expose the true character of human brotherhood and social equality. From the annals of their remote as well as recent history, the day Hindu society does that, the human brotherhood will give its bark and the social equality shed its self-righteousness. Here we have the salesmen of a proletarian revolution denouncing hindu society as primitive feudal semi-colonial capitalist and full of class oppression in all stages and forms hindu society has yet to peep into their proletarian paradise and raise the curtain on a vast self empire sustained by mass slaughter and ceaseless terror the day hindu society does that the social the socialist swearology will lose its sting and know not how to hide in horrible sense here we have a minions of mercenary culture dishing out lectures on individual freedom rule of law parliamentary democracy secular state human rights rate of growth distribution of prosperity abolition of poverty and arrest of population explosion this imported culture frowns at the fundamental failures of the hindu social system and hurdles on the path of progress presented by the hindu culture milieu they advocate rapid modernism of hindu society in the image of this and the western model hindu society has yet to expose this pompous priest caste patronized by the foreign foundations multinational secret service and defense department of the west and place on public view what is hidden behind the pretensions verbiage The day Hindu society does that, it will show that the notion of the individual freedom does not function beyond a small class of English-educated fraternity, that their rule of law provides justice only to those who can pay the price, and that their parliamentary democracy is a game of multiplying grievances in the mind of the people who are then manipulated by self-seeking politicians in a ruthless pursuit of power. That the secular state is a promoter of separatism amongst the so-called minorities, some of which have been artificially carved out of the Hindu society itself. That the human rights mean the right of plain criminals to terrorize innocent citizens. That their rate of growth really refers to the growth of their own blank balance, bank balance, beside what they themselves bemoan as black money. that their distribution of prosperity means distribution of better and bigger jobs among themselves that their abolition of poverty means sweeping the mass destitution under the carpet as doctored of doctored statistics and that their arrest of population explosion works out towards reducing hindus to a minority or in the only hindu homeland 
as regards to their western models all of them are sick with the rising curves of the crime with boredom bred by the excess of hedonism with pollution at all levels physical psychological psychic spiritual produced by the hyper industrialism and soulless commercialism here we have some two-faced secularists who try to impress western audiences by talking glibly about the indian yoga and mysticism indian schools of philosophy indian panorama of sciences indian styles of music and dance indian languages and literature the indian genius for unity and diversity but who go into uncontrollable tantrums if someone tells them that they are taking pride in the hindu cultural heritage and describes india as a hindu homeland the same secularist do not only object but also approve and applaud when some of this cultural heritage is ascribed and credited to islam or when the vips from the islamic countries refer to india as the second largest muslim country these are the people who have fashioned indian foreign policy in a manner which makes india look like a leader of an aggressive islamic bloc rather than a peaceful nation pledged to non-alignment and friendship for all hindu society has yet to affirm that all spiritual cultural philosophical and scientific heritage in india is india and is india and is hindu and that no one who is ashamed of being named a hindu has a right to take pride in it hindu society is yet to proclaim that india has always been and will always remain a hindu homeland and that people who fail to come to terms with hindu society and culture have no place in this country Hindu society is yet to point out that the only contribution of Islam has been the reunion of this country in medieval times and partitions with widespread bloodshed in the recent period and the projection of pan-islamism in the Indian foreign policy is neither sanctioned nor supported by Hindu masses who have no illusion about Islam or Islamic cultures or Islamic causes or Islamic countries the failures of Hindu society Hindu society has so far failed on all these fronts because it has failed to see the closed creed and criminal ideology for what they are it has been suffering from the self forgetful and has taken in by the self righteous slogans raised by these creeds and ideologies it has tried to ransack its own records by search of matching prescriptions In the process Hindu society has been yielding ground of wanton aggression at all along the line Christianity and Islam have only to raise the slogans of monotheism as opposed to supposedly superior to polytheism and Hindu thinkers go out in search of all the similar monotheism in Hindu shastra At the same time Hindu scholars line up quotations from the same shastra which are seemingly denunciatory of the policy polytheism and image worship. Here the author is trying to tell that how Indian society or the Hindu society in their order to westernize themselves tries to replicate the ideals of monotheism which are clearly not Hindu. they try to bring up shlokas from the vedas the shastras the upanishads to show that we are a monotheistic society which is again not true the author emphasizes that we are yet to come out and say that whatever pride that you take in outside when you show is a part of an hindu culture and you cannot blame hindus for everything the author progresses in the following manner and he reiterates christianity and islam have only 
to raise the slogans of monotheism as opposed to supposedly superior to polytheism and hindu thinkers go out in search of similar monotheism in hindu shastra at the same time hindu scholars line up quotations from some shastra which are seemingly denunciatory of polytheism and image worship the thinkers and the scholars seldom stop to see the monotheistic creed or creations of the author and the lower levels of human mind and that nothing which is prescribed by the criminal ideologies have place in shastras of the sanatan dharma which have their sources in the highest region of the human soul or the highest reaches of the human soul so also in case of christian claim of social service or islamic claim of human brotherhood or the communist claim of social equality or the modernist claim of democracy and secularism etc human scholars or the hindu scholars keep busy marshaling quotations from their own shastras in support of similar ideas and citing examples from hindu society of those who put such ideas into practice the wealth of hindu spirituality the philosophy the culture history and society thus goes on getting weighted in balance which is tilted towards and against which is tilted against it from the very start in a small wonder it is small wonder that the entire hindu heritage is found wanting in the final assessment is it because we kept on playing defensive the first principle of defense the first principle of defense which hindu society has to observe while preparing its defense is that it will stop processing and evaluating its own heritage in terms of the ideas and ideals projected by the close creeds and pretentious ideology The author here is trying to say that to assess your own culture you need to look at your own social fabric the ideas that we have grown into the ideas that made us sanatana the ideas that let us survive for ages and we need to look at them very closely rather than equating or balancing ourselves with the other culture in the world he goes on to say that on the contrary hindu society will henceforth progress and evaluate the heritage of these creeds and ideologies in terms of its own categories of thought and find out the real worth of christian islamic communist and modern claims he says why always balance yourself and mark yourself with the other foreign cultures we have survived we have thrived there was a reason why west came to east we did not go we were self sufficient what made us wanting and why today after so many years we go and look at something which they came for the author progresses the first need of the hour therefore is for hindus to become aware of the fundamentals of their own faith let us reread it the first need of the hour therefore is for the hindus to become aware of the fundamentals of their own faith hindu spirituality the premises on which their own society has evolved hindu sociology and the vicissitudes which their own society has experienced in the march of time hindu history these are the three domains in which the hindu image has to be distorted has been distorted and at most by the imperialistic thought system resulting in the deep sense of inferiority from which hindus suffer at present hindus have become devoid of self confidence simply because they have ceased to take legitimate well informed and conscious pride in their spiritual cultural and social heritage the lack of pride has led 
to a serious weakening of the hindu psyche hindus no more prepared to stand up and fight for anything because they no more believe or have anything to feel worth fighting for not at least to the bitter end the sworn enemies of hindu society have taken advantage of this enervation of hindus they feel instinctively that the threats coupled with some show of violence are sure to frighten the hindus out of their wits and make them yield at most and almost anything including precious parts of their homeland with this we end the first chapter of the book defense of hindu society by sitaram goel Stay tuned.